Hello and welcome to another single eight show. Your name is Michael Davis. Your name is Rickane, and you are Hunter Mildred. For some reason, I say my name that way. And weird. That's gonna be. I think that's gonna be our first T-shirts. It's gonna just say Hunter's hashtag Hunter Hunter Mills, y'all. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. We need we need some merch. We need to step up DWO podcasting, and we need some merch. Yeah. And I've already found some websites that do church per, shirts per order. So like. We would only need to have like 10, but then they would make one, just one shirt after that, after the initial 10, right? Right. One of the shirts that we need to have in honor of the single late show is hashtag it's Hunter Mills, y'all. Yes. And the other one, and we're going to have to cut Katie breathing on this one back in her days of Parts of Unknown. It's kayfabe till you make it. Yeah. yeah. It's the other merch. Okay. I need a coffee mug that says kayfabe till you make it. You know what I kind of want? A, like, it's a beanie like which is the single eight design. You want a single eight show beanie? Yeah. I think I wish to do that. Like get a black beanie and have the red. The uh, white patch, red letter, red le- leather. Red leather, yellow leather, red, yeah. red, red lettering, ah! yeah. red leather, letter, <laughs> red lettering. Yes. And have the red lettering onto it. Yes. So this is a single eight show topic. Yes. Let's talk about my sermon today. Okay.
I, I tried to share Mary and Joseph's journey much in the same light as an individual coming out of the closet. Yeah. They have to deal with the cultural and the religious stigmas. They have to deal with their friends and neighbors not understanding, not, not accepting. Mm -hmm. And they had to deal even for a few moments of not being truthful of their identity in the process. That was absolutely what Mary and Joseph had to deal with in, in their narrative. Yeah. So Single Age, as this is a Single Age show, and we used to talk about your journey as a T. Yeah. Did you, did you, were you at all worried about the stigma of coming out when you came out to the DWO? A little bit, because... Because Ricky is racist as hell. No! <laughs> There's not the difference between both of gender coming out. Yeah. Between sexuality coming out a little bit. Yeah. And I was worried about, I would get the bad reaction. You know, okay, even if you know... Like, in my narrative today, it took Mary really willing to absolutely trust Joseph uh -huh. with that information to share it with him. And when it's something that's scary for you to say, you may know that you can trust somebody, but you don't know it until you say it. Would, would, yes. would that fit into what you're trying to say? Yes. Yes. So... We talk about the transgender journey of single H a lot on this show. The night that you came out to us, we were watching Roseanne mm -hmm. and Mark uh, Healy, who is not Mark Healy from the TV show, but would have been Mark's nephew, Dar Darlene and, and David's son, Mark, yeah. came out to Darlene and David. And then you took, you were like, hey, play that part again. <laughs> and then you came out to me and GAPD. I had since learned that we were not the first person that you came out to. I thought, were, were, I, were you not? I thought you came out at youth group before you came out to us. No, I'm pretty sure I came out to you before I came out at youth group. Alright, so were you afraid of our reaction? Um... Uh, coming out as the bee, I was a little nervous, but not really, because, um, I know y'all are, like, old chill people and loving people. I just always, coming out as bisexual, I'm always nervous about the, well, are you sure type thing. Yeah. Because I've had that experience before saying that I'm bisexual like well are you sure are you really sure like stuff like that and I'm like yeah I am like don't so when I looked at you and said make up your mind <laughs> you were okay with that no that's not that's not that's what not I what did happened. that's not at all what happened yeah it's kind of like funny <laughs> yes. so single age haunter yeah. Were you surprised by our reactions? A little bit. 
You thought that we were going to be mad at you? Yes. <laughs> Why? Because it's like... Uh, I wasn't going to be afraid. I was going to get... That what underneath your pants, that is what you actually are. <laughs> Alright, that is really freaking fair. I, I, and honestly, I want you to gain your composure. And I want you to say that again because that is profound what you just said. Because people respond that way. People absolutely respond that Regain your composure, take a deep, deep breath. And I'd say what you just said. Not underneath your pants, that is what you actually are. How God made you is what you are. Yeah. Yeah. And we all know that that's not true. Because, yeah. I mean, honest to God, I'm not saying that being a transgender is an emotional illness or a physical disability, but people are born with physical defects, right? And it doesn't make them a good person or a bad person. There is something wrong with their body, right? And Hunter saying, there's something wrong with my body. I am not, I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm not a girl. Right? Right. Yes. Yes. So I, it kind of pisses me off when, well, well, you're saying that God made a mistake. I said, I don't know. Do, do you say that God made a mistake with somebody that had cerebral palsy or um, some kind of uh, physical or cognitive birth defect? Are you saying that God made a mistake with them? And no, I, everybody is a full, beautiful person within who they are. Right? Yes. Right. It always makes me mad when somebody says, well, what is, what's under your pants is what you are. Well, no. And, because, and then they try to say, what are you saying, God made a mistake? Well, are you saying somebody with a birth defect or cognitive defect? God made a mistake with them? No. God, I just hate people. Did you guys really think I would... Oh, go, go. I mean, if they're wearing glasses, you can be like, do you think God made a mistake with you? You can't see perfectly. You can't see perfectly. Hey, can you... Can you do you have perfect pitch? Yeah. Let's no. hear an E flat. <laughs> yeah. So, how... Yeah. It just drives me crazy. And so, did you guys really think I was going to come back and mad at you? You did. Okay, 
that's how that's how I felt about it. Digger vagina. Because I I I do not have problem with transgender. And now that I've gone on this journey with Hunter, I understand the bathroom debate. I understand it completely and I'm and I'm completely supportive of the bathroom debate. But up to that point, before it became a part of my personal journey and my personal narrative that I also talked about in the sermon today, I was and I was either just put on the door dick or vagina. You know? Yeah. And if you guys been listening for a while, there's a couple podcasts that are pretty much the bathroom debate. Yeah, and I I'm firmly with you. I get you see masculine, you want to go in a masculine room. I get it. But it's a journey that makes it a part of our journey that becomes important. And when in the sermon today, I started talking about that the only people that the narrative of the of the nativity that deals with the stigma of cultural and religious boundaries is Mary and Joseph. After that point, it's about people's personal interaction. It's about the shepherd's personal interaction. It's about the three kings, the three wise men's personal interaction with the story. And the more that we see our connection to the personal interaction is when it becomes real. It's when it becomes fruitful, right? So, do you guys know anybody that has completely transformed because of the personal interaction? Not directly. You know one person directly. You know one person absolutely, completely directly whose opinions of LGTB has changed because of their direct interaction. You know that person. And I'm not ashamed to say who it is. It's me. Because I grew up in the Southeast and I said fag and all that stuff as a kid. And I thought it was funny to see gay people walking around holding hands. And I call, I still, it's still ingrained in me that my immediate frustrating driving word is cocksucker. Okay? So I grew up with that stigma that evidently that there was something wrong with gay because it's still ingrained in me but just out of my curse word is cocksucker. You know? But I thought it was the F bomb. Well, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I say I say the F bomb a lot. But but I but I'm not that person now. I'm absolutely not that person. I stand in support of trans youth and guard them against haters. I I will march in whatever parade that you guys take me to. And I grew up in that stigma, but I have been changed because of personal interaction. Right? Right. So you guys do know a person that's like that. It's me. And I and I I need to say this. I need more people to be honest about that. Yeah. I need people to not be worried that they're going to get canceled because once upon a time they said fag to somebody 
or their curse word is cocksucker. Because the more people that say out loud, I made that mistake and now I have rectified that, can show other people that they can do it too. Yeah, I don't like people like doing canceling stuff because I can't. Yes, some people shouldn't have outlets and stuff like that, but it does. It also prevents people from being able to grow and learn from there. Journey. Yeah. Yeah. I need. I feel like people need to know. Normal doesn't. It had never existed. What's normal? It. There's only weird. There is cool. But there is no normal. <laughs> there's no such thing of it. Everyone it, has their own. Yeah. And after COVID, we have all gone back a slightly edited version of our lives. Yeah. And in some ways have digressed too. Oh yes. Agreed. Agreed. So yeah. So how do you help now Ari so the last part of my sermon was finding that person that you could trust. I know it's not me. I know it wasn't me. Who was the first person that you... Don't say names. Don't say names. Do not say names. Give a generalization of who the person is. Who was the first person that you told? Well, mine is in the car. It was Ricky. I said don't say names. (laughs) If it was me, if you guys trust us that much, God bless, okay? Joseph in your life, that person that you just flat out trust to go to and say, this is what's happening, and not be worried about the repercussions of saying it. Yeah. Agreed. Everyone needs that one person that you can pour on, and they can pour on you back. Yeah. Well, friends. That's the single eight show, right? Just know we need to have the ability to grow away from stuff. We need people to tell their stories about, yeah, you know what, I used to be a jerk, but now I get it. And I've grown past it. So that people can feel like that they can grow past it too and become a Joseph for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Right. So that is a single age show for this week. Your name is? Michael Davis, your name is... Hurricane, and you are. Honey, Mill, y'all have a great week. Woo!